Welcome to the Rick Fuller Podcast, presented by Rick Fuller, the team leader of the Rick Fuller team, which serves the San Francisco Bay Area and the greater Sacramento region. Rick and his team have over 1,300 five-star reviews and have been honored as a distinguished small business by the California State Senate and Assembly. Rick is a community leader, national real estate coach, and real estate investing expert. So how well do you know your customer? A recent survey was published by the National Association of Realtors, and some of the results may surprise you. Use these stats to move your business forward. These findings are also a great way to connect with your clients on why they want to sell their home or when it's time to reach out again to see if they may be in the market for a new home. Play along in Rick's game that he made for the team. Two lies and one truth. How well do you think you'll do? So guys, uh, these days we're going through the survey that the National Association of Realtors did with your buyer and your seller, right? The national survey. I've taken you through two of them. We're going to finish today three of three. Um, Why am I doing this? Because a pro knows their client. A pro knows their buyer. A pro knows their seller. And I want you to know, and I want you to catch how many times you're thinking takes you in a different direction than the reality of the stat. It's huge. And we're going to see that as we do this. Magnificent Morales, are you ready? Look at that. She's, uh, I would say Johnny on the spot, but she's Christine on the spot. So let's do this. We're going to play a little game called Two Lies and One Truth. Okay, I got, I think, 10 or 11. Here's how you play. I'm going to give you a statement or a question and uh, you're going to help me identify which one is the truth. There are two that are wrong. There are one that's right. All right, let's get started. Two lies and one truth. Help me identify the truth. You're going to put it in the chat box. What percentage of buyers finance their home? Was it 54%? Was it 77%? Was it 85%? A, B, C, what say you? Okay, lots of C's. Couple of Bs, uh, Christina. What is what's the truth, folks? Seventy-seven percent of recent buyers financed their home uh, in two thousand and twenty-two. They seventy-seven percent. That kind of leads you to believe that twenty-three percent aren't financing. Yes, there are opportunities outside of financed buyers. Seventy-seven percent of recent buyers financed their home. Next one, Christina. Okay, how about this one? What was a typical down payment for a first-time home buyer in 2022 across the United States? This is national. Was it 6%? Was it 3.5% or was it 20%? How many of our clients think it's 20%? Some B, some A, some people think it's uh, 6, some people think it's 3.5, some people say it's 3.5 in our community. Brian, uh, Christina, survey says, Ah, true. <laughs> the typical down payment for a first-time buyer was 6%. That was a typical down payment for a buyer. Notice that so many of our clients would probably have responded and said, what, 10 15 20%, and that's not true. Typical buyer, first time, put 6%. Very eye-opening. Let's go to the next one. How old was the typical home seller? Were they 60? Were they 40? Were they 50? What say you? How old do you think the typical home seller was? We got some, uh, John says they were 50. 
We got uh, Joe says they're 50. Andrea says they're, they're 50. Todd says they're 40. Anyone think they're 60 years old? I don't think I heard any 60s. Let's go to the survey. What does the survey say, Christina? Okay, your typical home seller was 60 years old, folks. 60 years. Are, are we talking to the right audience of people who are interested in selling their home? Um, because a typical home seller was 60 years old. Next slide. Okay, keeping, the, keeping us moving along. What is the number one reason home sellers are moving? Are they moving to be closer to family or friends? Are they moving to, de they desire to cash in their equity? Are they moving because they want to move closer to their employment? A, B, C, what say you? Got some A's. Uh, getting closer to uh, dear stands. Uh, lots of A's on this one. Anybody think it's C? I haven't even seen a C yet. Nobody thinks it's C, okay? A's and B's primarily. Well, if you said A, next slide, Christina, you are correct. Uh, for all sellers, the most commonly cited reason for selling their home was the desire to move closer to family and friends. Now, I just want to pause there just for a moment. I want you to think about if that's their number one desire, should we be talking entirely about their equity, entirely about their employment, entirely about the process, or should we help them dream of what it's going to be like to be next to their kids, next to their friends, next to their grandkids, keeping that why in the center? We often think that people are selling their home only as a result of financial hardship. I need to sell. I need to get closer to my job. I don't want to move out. I want to move out of the state of California. The number one reason people are selling their home is they want to be closer to family and friends. Are we using that language as we're talking to people about what they're dreaming about in their future? Next slide, Christina. Okay, how long does a, tip, a seller typically live in their home? Do they live there for five years? Do they live there for 10 years? Do they live there for 15 years before selling? What say you? Okay, we got some tens. Okay, a couple of you said 15, 10 years, 15. Next slide. Well, if you said 10 years, you would be correct. Um, the typical seller lives in their home for 10 years before selling. In 2022, that was eight years. This is extended this year to 10 years is the typical years that they spend in the home before selling their property. If you're meeting with a family member, friend, one of your SOIs, and they've been in the property for seven, eight years, do you think it might be a conversation to say, hey, what's next for you guys? Because they probably are coming on a moment and when they're thinking about transitioning from one home to the next. Typical seller lives in their home for 10 years. Next slide. How often do sellers find their real estate agent through referral? Is it 43%? Is it 53%? Is it 63% of their agents find their the sellers find their agent through referral? Referral of a family member through referral through a friend. Uh, could be that they used them in the past. I would consider that kind of a referral relationship business. Yeah, I think you got this one right. Survey says 63%. Sellers found their agent through a referral. Now, if you're just listening to me on audio, you are missing 
Christina's slides. I love this one. Is viewing homes before being pre before pre-approved for a mortgage a good idea? The green is no. The red is no, but in red. <laughs> so 63% of home sellers found their agent through a referral. It's not Google. It's not Facebook. It's through a referral. Let's make sure that we're understanding where the vast majority of people, we call that on our team, I generated business, right? It's your sphere of influence. You can't win in real estate by being a secret agent. Next slide. How often do sellers interview other agents? How often do sellers interview other agents? Do they interview them 43% of, uh, well, let me kind of phrase this one a little different. 43% of recent sellers contacted only one agent? Or was it 63% only contacted one agent? Or did 83% of people only contact one agent? Some Bs, some As. Okay, it's kind of phrased a little different. Survey says, Christina, check this out. The battle is never, ever at the kitchen table. The battle is getting to the kitchen table. 83% of recent sellers contacted only one agent before finding the right agent they were put to sell their home. So I know we often feel like we're under pressure. They're interviewing multiple agents. And sometimes that is true. And you should be at the top of your game. There's no doubt about it. It's why we're specialists. But understand the vast majority of people work with, they interview one agent. They work with one agent to sell their property, 83%. Next slide. How many sellers use their previous agent? Did 39%, 49%, or 59%? A, B, or C, what say you? Some A's, a couple of C's, any B's? A, I don't think I see any B's. Let's go, Christina, what did the survey say? Only 39% of sellers use the same agent to purchase a home. Here's an interesting stat that I discovered. Um, and you saw this with the referral relationship. The continuation of this stat is that 80% of people use their past real estate agent if they could remember their name. That's the if they could remember. That's our job, right? We're in the contact business. 39% of sellers use the same agent. Next slide. Let me hit a couple of, uh, oh, let's do one more of these and then we'll go to some for sale by owners. How many sellers would recommend their agent? 65, 75, or 85%? What do you think? 65% would recommend their agent. 75, 85 would definitely recommend their, next slide. 85% said they would definitely recommend their, their agent for future services. Do you see the incongruency? Do you see the cognitive dissonance? It's like not everybody is using their past agent, like a smaller fraction, but everybody would recommend them. What's the difference? We got to stay in contact with them, yes? The difference is we just got to stay in communication with our, with our past clients, with our friends, our families, our sphere of influence. Next slide. Okay, let me hit a couple of for sale by owners. I don't normally cover this one, uh, but I found these to be the most fascinating of all the slides. What percentage of sales are for sale by owner? In other words, not listed with a real estate agent. Is it 10? Is it 15? Is it 25%? Now think for a moment, what about all the landlords that sell to tenants? What about all the private equity sales? What about 
uh, all of the people that sell to a family member or friend and never get an agent involved. Think about out of state when people use attorneys rather than real estate agents. What do you think? Next slide, Christina. If you said 10%, you're right. That means that 90% of all sales were done with a real estate agent. Next slide. Okay, this is probably the most fascinating slide of them all. This is one you ought to screenshot when I give you the answer and memorize. The average for sale by owner sells for, do they sell for a lot more than working with an agent, a lot less than working with an agent, or about the same? The average for sale by owner, do they sell for a lot more than working with the average agent? Do they sell for a lot less than working with the average agent? About the same. Some about the same. Most of you say a lot less. This is the most fascinating statistic thus far. Christina, next slide. Check this out. The typical FSBO for sale by owner typically sells for a lot less than the selling price of other homes. For sale by owners, median price, 225000 That was the median sale price. But the median sales price of working with an agent was $345,000. That's a $120,000 swing from the median price of selling it on your own versus the median price of working with an agent. I hope you like the savings. I hope you like the 3% commission savings or the five or the 6% commission savings because you lost $120,000 as a result of selling on your own without working with an agent. In other words, you jumped over all the dollars trying to save the pennies. I think that's our last slide, Christina. All right, so what do I want you to get out of this? I want you to get some truths. I want you to know what's really happening, not just anecdotally what you see or what you experience, certainly not what other agents on the market are telling you. I want you to see the truth of what's really happening because when we can have the right truths, then you can frame the right thoughts, the right words, the right actions, the right behaviors, and the right uh, character. Fair enough?